Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. And back after a <laughs> way too long of a break is Ann Powers. Welcome back, Ann. I'm so happy to be back with you. And it is New Music Friday. That means we're looking at the best albums out on March 29th, starting with the band Mekons and their record, Deserted. The band is Mekons. Their new album is called Deserted, and uh, the song we're hearing is called Lawrence of California. A veteran British punk band that's been at it for more than 40 years, and Anne, I know this is one of your favorite albums of the month. Gosh, a motley crew of brilliant people uh, scattered across the Western world, but they came together to make their first album in eight years, and it is pure Mekons. It is intense, raucous, highly intellectual, historical, drunken, beautiful, all of those things. It is the ultimate sing-along sound. And this album isn't all like bluster and rage. There's some almost, I would call even pretty moments on it. Let's listen to a little bit of a song called How Many Stars. It's pretty, but I can still sing along while drunk. <laughs> it's funny. And and while thinking about imperialism right. and the costs of war. That's the beautiful thing about the Mekons. Mekons is the band. The album is called Deserted. Um, let's go to what is probably one of the most anticipated albums of the month, if not the most anticipated album of the month. It comes from Billie Eilish. It's called When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? So you're a tough guy like 
Billie Eilish is the singer in the albums When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? This is a song called Bad Guy. Have you all caught the Billie Eilish fever yet that's <laughs> sweeping the nation? Yeah, she's been floating around for a few years now, but this is her first official full-length album. Uh, she feels a little bit like a veteran at this point. You know, I first, uh, I'm sure Anne, you did too, first heard her song Ocean Eyes a few years ago. Yes. Uh, she is now an industry veteran at the age of 17. Billie Eilish makes this haunting, sinister pop music recorded with her, her brother, who is a producer named Phineas O'Connell. And together they make music that manages to convey both a, a poppy buoyancy and a real sense of menace, which really comes through when you watch her creepy ass videos. Oh my god, so, <laughs> oh, yes. so creepy. Definitely. Well, you know, actually, but, leading up to this, the release of this one, all the singles and those videos, they were all so twisted and dark and aggressive, and I thought, man, this is going to be a really messed up record. But then, when I was finally able to hear the whole thing, it's not anywhere near as dark as I expected across the board. Let me play a little bit of a song called uh, Goodbye. I think the best thing she has going for her is her vision and also her yeah. brother. It's a zeitgeisty record, but the song craft is, is there at the center center of it. And I, I love, Anne, the way you use the word vision. I, she has a th- kind of 360-degree vision of who she is as an artist, which is an incredible thing to have when you are 17 years old. The singer is Billie Eilish. Her album is called When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? All right, up next on our list of the best albums out on March 29th is Quelle Chris, the rapper Quelle Chris. His record is called Guns. Just because you packing out here last fan, you ain't too hot. Granny keep a loaded four five right inside the glove box. Brandon shot his first keystone for he could spell his last name. Junior learned to know from Uncle Charlie at the card game. Kelly lit the school up like his fourth of July. Where she from them 22s more patriotic than I. New year shoot up the sky. Shooters boot up and ride. Popo show up and fight. No, there's nowhere to hide before I be in your city. Coming to your city, I be in your city. Coming to a city near you in your city. Coming to a city, I be in your city. Coming to a city near you. The rapper is Quelle Chris. His new album is called Guns, and this is the title cut. And joining us to talk about this one all the way from Atlanta, Rodney Carmichael. Welcome, Rodney. Hey, what's going on, y'all? So he's a he's a rapper originally from Detroit. He's now based out of Brooklyn. And this record, mm-hmm. it has such a provocative title, but th- the meaning of it is very complicated. Yeah, the meaning of it is it's not as easy to categorize as it might seem, which is really, it characterizes Quelle Chris in a lot of ways. I mean, this is a rapper who is very much aware of the fact that he gets defined differently every time he drops a new project. 
you know, I got to talk to him for the first listen premiere. And he was like, you know, one year I'm a weed rapper. Another year they're calling me an art rapper. And, you know, some other year I'm just straight up hip hop. And so Guns is one of these albums, too, where he blends in all of these different styles. It starts off and it feels like it's going to be purely political. Then it kind of twists into this really absurd territory. And then it gets really sincere and spans out in all these other directions. And so, you know, there's a lot of layers of interpretation, which in a lot of ways is what makes listening to Quelle so fun. Yeah, all the sounds on this album are so arresting. The beats are so crooked and off mm-hmm. and bent. And when I think of the title and uh, the sort of themes that run throughout this record, it's not just a critique of guns in this country's love affair with guns, though that's part of it. He talks about how everything is sort of weaponized in this country, for better or worse. Exactly. I mean, the album really is it's about, like you say, it's not just guns, but it's about the things that we turn into guns, right? Like it's about the triggers that we pull and the things that we weaponize and, and use against each other with passion, you know, love, religion, race, fear, ego. These are all things that he mentioned when I talked. And it's all kind of part of the arsenal that that he's pulling out here. I want to play a little bit of the end of the opening cut to the record. It's called Spray and Pray. Impacting since they youth, me and my brother don't school. Praying the climate change in this game maintained by the youth. Watching them running gun till they grow up to be like... It's not just us killing each other, it's everybody killing one, just killing each other. You look at the news, people killing each other every day, with small family members killing each other for money. We just killing each other for, I don't know. And when he says, I don't know, it's just like, it's just like a kick to the stomach in how senseless all of this is. So that, that right there is, is a sample from something, right? Maybe it's an interview, maybe it's, it's a movie, I'm not sure. But he has all of these little samples and snatches filtered throughout the album. And, you know, again, it's one of those things that he's not hitting it dead on, but he, he gives it these different twists and these different lenses and, and, and just, you know, gives you a lot to, to chew on. The rapper is Quelle Chris. His new album is called Guns. And Rodney, let's stay with you for one more. This is uh, the artist known as Shafiq Hussein. Shafiq Hussein, his new album is called The Loop. Shafiq Hussein is the artist. His new album is called The Loop. The song is called It's Better For You. It uh, has Anderson Pack featured on it. And Rodney, this 
whole album is just so lavish and <laughs> and strange and out of this world. But um, maybe just start with the basics. Who is Shafiq Hussein and what's he doing on this one? Yeah, yeah. Well, Shafiq Hussein is one third of Sara. You know, that's a trio formed around the late 90s or so and, and really began emerging as like the front runners of, of future soul. Just this jazzy, psychedelic hybrid of like neo soul and, and funk and, and hip hop. They produced for the likes of Erica Badu, Bilal, Jill Scott, even Dr. Dre, you know, just a bunch of people. But it's really their own material, like starting around 20, 2007, that really started freaking a lot of hip hop and soul heads out at the time because they were they were doing this thing that sounded so futuristic but is so deeply rooted in the past at the same time you know and they just made a lot of disciples and and their influence is still super heavy out here it's funny just looking at a list of the contributors on this record gives you a sense of the closest thing you can find to a genre right yeah um, thundercat <laughs> well thundercat robert glasper kamasi washington bilal anderson pack erica badu flying lotus like you really just have a sound world in that combined list of names. I saw the features and I thought, I don't know who this guy is, but apparently (laughs) everybody wants to work with him. So something's going on. Shafiq Hussein is the artist and the album is called The Loop. And and Rodney, before I let you go, I know there are uh, some other notable rap albums out this week. It's a really, really busy release week. Yeah, really busy. It's like maybe it's a preview of the summer. And a lot of this stuff is super lyrical rap too, which is always cool. We have Choosy and Exile, with the album Black Beans, Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel, Hiding Places, DJ Muggs and Mike Homie with Twos Les Tous, and M.E.D. and Guilty Simpson with Child of the Jungle. And there's also a rapper from the Bay Area named Sweetie who's been buzzing pretty strong for a couple of years with an album, Icy, coming out this week. Thanks so much for this, Rodney. Yeah, yeah. Thank y'all. Good to join y'all. We still have a few more albums to highlight for this week's New Music Friday, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. The world is complicated, and for many of us, history class was a long time ago. That's where we come in. I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah. I'm Ramtin Arablouei, and we're the hosts of Throughline, NPR's new history podcast. Every week, we'll dig into forgotten stories from the moments that shaped our world. Throughline, history like you've never heard it before. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson and Ann Powers, and we're looking at the best albums out on March 29th. We start the second half of the show off with what's being billed as Marvin Gaye's lost album. It's called You're the Man.
It could only be Marvin Gaye singing uh, the song The World is Rated X from the album You're the Man. Uh, this was an album that was originally supposed to come out in 1972. It was shelved for a, a number of reasons, and over the last several decades, most of the songs on this record have uh, trickled out on different compilations and whatnot. But this is the first time in nearly 50 years that they've all been put together on a single record, uh, as was originally intended. Yes, in celebration of Marvin Gaye's 80th birthday, we finally have this record in the way that at least we imagine he wanted us to hear it. It is absolutely top-notch musically, but the first single off this record didn't hit, and Gay and Motown's founder and, and director Barry Gordy were fighting a little bit, so this album was never released. But it's so important to hear what Marvin Gaye's vision was at that this moment, and it's just stunning how relevant this album is right now. Yeah, he wrote this record, he wrote the songs on this record in around 1972, in some cases inspired by the 1972 elections, uh, and a time of great uh, conflict and turmoil. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, amazing how that continues to, um, continues <laughs> to be relevant. Marvin Gaye is the singer in the album's You're the Man. I'm going to take us somewhere so completely different from that vibe. <laughs> it's from the artist known as Finesse. His new album is called Agora. Finesse is the artist. His album's called Agora, and uh, this is a song called Rainfall. He's a guitarist and an electronic musician from Austria, and uh, you can pretty well tell what his music sound like, <laughs> sounds like. So he's a very, very textured, moody, ambient music. I first discovered him about a decade ago when he collaborated with uh, one of my all-time favorite artists, Sparkle Horse, mm -hmm. on a, pro a project mm -hmm. called In the Fish Tank 15. And, you know, it's easy to say this is the kind of music to get lost in, but I also felt like when I was listening to it that it's one that if you give it some really deep attention, the, the shifts in it are so subtle, and when you catch them, I think they're really beautiful. Yeah, I agree completely. This record, Agora, is four songs. Uh, each one is more than 10 minutes long. This particular record he made like in a bedroom in his in his apartment at a, at a laptop with headphones. Yeah. But he's making music that is so large in spirit, and you can just you can just imagine it washing over you like a wave of the ocean. It's it's amazing how intimate it is and how big it is at the same time. Yeah, I thought this was one you might like, Stephen, and add to your playlist of <laughs> my songs for editing. <laughs> music playlist. for editing. Yeah, Finesse is the artist. The album is called Agora, and uh, we have one more album 
that we want to play for this week's show. But let's do a quick lightning round of some of the other notable albums that we haven't played because there are many this week. Joni Void, the electronic artist known as Joni Void, has a new album out called Miss and Abim. The artist known as Karen, K-A-R-Y-Y-N, Karen, has this new warped and weird electropop record called the Quanta Series. And this folk rock group from Sweden that I've just discovered called Small Feet has this very gentle, breezy record called With Psychic Powers, with psychic powers from the band Small Feet. I'm grateful to our friend Bob Boylan for turning me on to this Tuareg artist named Mdu Mokhtar, guitarist. Uh, the record's called Ilana, and uh, Bob says it's got a Hendrixy vibe, and I feel that. Love some desert blues. It's really great. Also, Steve Earle, one of country slash Americana's greats, doing a tribute to another one of the genre's greats, Guy Clark. The record's called Guy, and he's with his band, The Dukes. It's a really fun, loose excellent tribute. One of my favorite singer-songwriters, uh, Laura Stevenson, a uh, singer-songwriter from upstate New York. Her last record was a blustery rock and roll record. She's back to these more intimate, beautiful songs on a new album called The Big Freeze that I'm really loving. Also, Beth Gibbons from Portishead has a, an unusual record, not necessarily what you would expect, uh, with the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra. Their interpretation of Henrik Goretzky's uh, Symphony Number no. 3, uh, which is a piece that I have loved for a really, really long time. If you are expecting Portishead vibes look elsewhere, but uh, it is a fairly straight-ahead uh, retelling. It's just beautiful. All those albums out now on March 29th, along with this last one that we want to play. It's from the band Sunvolt. It's called Union. Mountains of money, men dressed up as news, and we fiddle while Rome burns. They're pissing away what others died to create. We fiddle. Double speak, they're taking their cues And we fiddle our own burns The interstates connect more than divide Free will can only Sunbolt is the band. The album's called Union, and this song is While Rome Burns. And So I feel like Jay Farrar is trying to get at some sort of message here. I can't quite put my <laughs> finger on what it might be. <laughs> you know, this, this band, I remember exactly where I was when I first heard the first song from this band that I ever heard. It was when their first album, Trace, came mm-hmm. out in 1995, and I hit play on that opening cut. And this, to me, just sounds like that same classic sound that they had. That kind of Uncle Tupelo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People first heard Jay Farrar's music when he was uh, paired up with Jeff Tweedy in Uncle Tupelo, and they made record after record that sounds half like Wilco and half like Sunvolt somehow. <laughs> um, and then, of strange. course, it's strange how that works. I, if, God, <laughs> if you love either of those bands and you're not familiar with Uncle Tupelo, consult your local library. <laughs> um, but obviously, they've drifted off in pretty different directions in the, gosh, nearly 25 years. That is horrifying to imagine how long that has actually been. Uh, And Sunvolt, you know, while not necessarily reaching the kind of critical heights that Wilco 
consistently has, has continued to churn out pretty terrific records. And this album, Union, is a, uh, there's a song on it called Broadsides. This album is a broadside against the state of American politics today. It strikes a very mournful tone. It's a little bit dirgy, but there's also just this burbling of of righteous anger and indignation underneath it. Uh, It's pretty powerful. Sunvolt, and the album is called Union. Uh, All right, that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday, and you did it. Yes, I made it. (laughs) I feel warmly embraced. Thank you so much. Thank you, and thanks, Stephen. Thank you. If you want to hear full versions of the songs we played and find other great new music from the week, go to npr.org slash allsongs. You'll also find us on Spotify. Just search for NPR Music, and you'll find our new Music Friday playlist. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.